We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 37 of Married Millennials. It is Christmas week. We are officially one week away. I mean, really? From the best holiday of the year. Yeah. Without Less question. Cannot wait. I'll be home for Christmas. I've been slapping my Christmas music all weekend heading into the office. Have you really? Yes. And Joy makes fun of me. Because everybody has their go-to Christmas music albums. They love it. It's like, I got to listen to this. Some but I people, think it's like what your parents listen to. It is. But, you know, but most popular, you have Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Yes. You have Pandora's R&B and Pop Christmas Station. Is that I, most popular? <laughs> I feel like... Most the, popular. I think anywhere you go in the store, is like, oh, I already know what Pandora Station this is. Or Spotify... It, it it always comes to typically some R and B and pop Christmas station, but my go to is Vanessa Williams Christmas CD. I think it released in 1996. It was the 20th anniversary something something. You know when what was that the the masterpiece or the timeless? You know when you used to see those infomercials like oh the the timeless collection of yeah. it looks like one of those where it says like 20th anniversary. I don't know, but it's Vanessa Williams CD and that is just my go to jam. We listened to it in the dark, basically, last year. Well, we had all the lights on, but we turned out all the lights, and Justin just, like, closed his eyes and sang every song on the album. I like how you, you said we. We didn't listen to anything we because did listen you, to it. I you were in the bedroom. No, 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 no. Or was you, that not last year? Was that the year before? When I was sitting on this side of the sofa well, one by of, myself, and you were like, what are you doing? I said, I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. Okay, well, I'm one of these years, the day. I sat in here with you. Maybe it wasn't last year. <laughs> One year was enough. That is, this is this is unbelievable. <laughs> I like, I don't know. I you know it's and it's a shame we don't do this anymore. Like just sit and listen to music. I I do miss those days uh, when you used to just being in your bedroom with your headphones on, listening to fu- a full album. Sitting up in my room. I got a lot of I got a lot of songs today. I, I'm I'm feeling very very in the spirit. That was a good cut. Shout out to you, Brandy. Yeah, it was. She had several. Several hits back in the 90s. There were 90s R&B, guys. You are, oh, gosh. Have I expressed my love for 90s R&B? I, I don't, like don't want to get like off topic <laughs> because it's very Christmas, but since we're in the R&B pop mode, we I feel like I have to, to talk about my obsession with 90s R&B. It's genuine. <sighs> like, Justin... I think I have said this before. It's like we'll be in go mode. You know, it's like clearly time for hip hop, like something that has people in the mood. Like we're socializing and Justin throws on slow jams and he's happy as a clam, like n- not a care in the world. Everything's fine. Everyone's totally enjoying this music. And that's not <laughs> the case. And so I try to tell Justin, like, hey, read the read room. Read the room. Feel it. I, there's no There's no reading necessary. But he feels like there's it never a bad time. It fits all the time. time. That's not <laughs> true. We, and I love I love great slow jams, but it doesn't always apply to every circumstance. I'm high strung. I, 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 get, I get flustered very easily. So when I have R&B coming through the speakers, it just gives my heart, it my soul, calms his soul a calming yeah. effect. So I have to listen to it. We had friends come over. Just last week, 
and everyone's sitting at the table talking. I had put on. It was like a soul for, it, soulful Christmas. It was. It was Apple Music. They curated their own playlist, and it was like R&B or soul Christmas music, and I was enjoying it. <laughs> and we were sitting there talking, and someone had made a comment. It was like, oh, you know, who chose this music and who selected the music? And I was like, oh, it was me. And everybody was, I guess, over the music <laughs> until the one brave soul decided to say something and then quickly I, I changed it to something. to something different, more upbeat. No, I said something. And then uh, we actually had a uh, person we had never, well, I hadn't met her before, very sweet. Uh, a friend's girlfriend came over, and she was like, you know, I was kind of wondering who chose the music. She said, oh, they're classy. It, it, that's what. It's nice. It always works. It always works, uh, baby. It's great background music. You're not distracted. You know, if you got if you got the hip hop going on, it gets distracting. The beats, the bass, it just gets loud. And or when you you're just, having a nice little like, conversation, uh, yeah, you're feeling that. That's distracting. Uh, but you got some nice R and B in the background. But it's, it's distracting when you're like, "Why is this playing?" That's a distracting too. This the disrespect is is just <laughs> out of control. It's not disrespect. It's just, I mean, come on. Again, read the room. There's no reading the room. If you come over to my house, if you're riding in my car, 90s R&B is going to be on. And if it's not on, not just 90s R&B, early 2000s, because new age R&B is like 2009 and above. I don't know what's really happened. But before then, there was there was some, there was some good still, music well, yeah, being made. Yeah, it's like Mario and all that. Yeah, that was now like it's, 2008, 2009. It's just completely, I don't know what it is. See, this is, see, this is what it was. Is, is Back then, we were making love songs. It was really good love songs, and they were, I mean, similar messaging as today. Like, yeah, I just want to want to sex you up. I want to sleep with you. But the way they did it, it just sounded much more pleasant and not as like, oh yeah, girl, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, it, yeah, that's that, just that is the difference. That's what it is today. I was like, yo, this is so aggressive. Like, can yeah, we, we can we just lack the finesse of yeah, like tune it down? Yeah, and that's why, we, and that just leads to why men are so damn aggressive. And that just, it's a spiral effect. Like, yo, just chill. It spirals into toxic chill. masculinity. Yeah, chill. The cure for toxic masculinity is to 90s R&B. 90s respect. That's what it is. Put some respect on the name. <laughs> respect. It's, it, you get, we just got to get back. We just got to get back to the, to the love songs. And that just makes my heart warm. I mean, I like that you are so passionate about it. And I don't get me wrong. I love, I love me some 90s R&B. But I, I also know that it doesn't always apply. That, you're oh, not always trying to get somebody in bed, baby. Like, you're right. But you it, can't seduce an entire room. <laughs> I'm not trying to seduce an entire room. I'm just trying to make love to your eardrums with great music. Mm, okay. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're almost finished Christmas shopping. <laughs> we, we, t- we discussed, was that two weeks ago, about not having even started our Christmas shopping. And I had spearheaded the whole effort with my entire family. Yeah, in September. Let's get it done and completely failed. But this weekend, I think we we checked off all the boxes. There's still, I think, one most or two, of the boxes, one or yeah. two gifts we, we, that we, well, we still need to figure out. Yeah. But for the most part, it and was done. And we have some things being shipped in, too. Yeah, so it, it helps. But I made the the grave mistake of going to the Citadel outlets. Now, those of you guys who live in Los Angeles, you are familiar with the Citadel outlets off the five. It's a zoo when it's not the holiday season. Yesterday was next level zoo. I have never seen so many cars and so many people trying to get into the stores. And you guys are like, why are you at the Citadel? Because I like to save money. So that's why I was at the Citadel. So don't question me. So all you guys who can go to these full paying stores and not have to worry about the discounts and sales, I go to the outlets. I don't need to be in season. We went to the other stores too. 
We did, but yeah. I needed. I just needed to. to, to you really, went for some deals. I had to. I had to get some for good some deals. deals and I got off the freeway. I went through this little back route because I was coming in the opposite direction of most people, and I was like, "What is happening?" I valeted my car. I have never valeted my car at a mall. At an outlet. I, but I could not for a second drive around for miles looking for parking. But it was I, only I $5, it. Five which bucks. is like a steal in Los Angeles. There, there's no valet for $5 unless it's at lunchtime and it's some spot that no one really wants to go to. $5? Yes, You need please. to do that. And so yeah. if, you're going, if you plan on going this week, because there'll probably be a zoo for the rest of the week leading up to Christmas. I can't even imagine what Christmas Eve is going to look after like. Good law. Just valet your Ugh. car. Just valet it. Don't even think about it. Don't even worry about it. Don't even talk about it. Just valet a whip. Go do what you had to do. And I only went to go to one store, Nike, all day, all day, always. And I had to stand in a line just to get into the store. Did like, you really? Stand outside. I was in, with, with the little delineators. We're opening you off like we were going into a club just to get into the Nike store. And then the checkout line, I was in the checkout line for, I think, 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I, I, I it, just it, like yawned at the, that exhausted me. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it took me about a combined 45 to 50 minutes between standing in lines to get in and to check out. So I spent yeah, more time absolutely. in lines than I did actually shopping. Absolutely not. Nope. My experience was like, you know, I went to the mall. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> this story is phenomenal. Justin called me and I was livid because I was driving around this parking lot for 20, 25 minutes. No joke. So, and I followed this woman and her daughter outside of the mall. Not creepy. To, to their parking spot. No, because, you know, sometimes, like, if you can't I, find a I'm, spot. I'm kidding. And I mean, there was a bunch of cars, and I was finally in a situation where there were no cars behind me. Uh, and I was following these people, and I could wait as long as I needed to wait. So they got in their car. They go to pull out. Well, they pull out towards me, so I have to back up. And as I'm backing up, the other other guy comes and swoops in from the other side. <laughs> Pissed. Like, I mean, because ugh, you guys know that I've been trying to be kind. Like, that has been my mantra. I want to be kind. I'm trying to treat people with kindness and grace and all that other stuff. So, but I couldn't let it slide either. And I, But I didn't want a confrontation. I was just like, you know, sir, you took my space. I said, I was waiting. And he goes, oh, no, 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 I've been waiting. I said, I followed them out the store. You have a Merry Christmas. And that's all. You know, I left it alone, but I was just like, Aah! that wasn't right. You are a better woman and a better right. person than me. You guys already know. What would have happened well, or something like no, that? No, because you don't need to go off on people. People are crazy. So it's like, you know, it is m better to let things just slide most no. of the time. But in this situation. That is situation, flagrantly disrespectful. I know that he knew that I was there. So I was just like, you know what? I need to at least let him know that it wasn't okay. Like This isn't something you should do. Maybe he will think twice about doing it next time. I didn't need to curse him out. Like, oh, and no. And he had his kid with him. Oh, he would have felt the wrath. Yeah. And then his kid would have realized that, <laughs> oh, shit, my daddy just got punked in public. No. And now he would realize not to do some Justin. shit like that again. Oh, no. you Please. I would have I put, put my car in park, put the hazards on, and we would I would have got the car. We would have had to have a conversation. No. Like, oh, I 100%. Mean, no, you don't know. People are crazy nowadays. I, I understand. Like, they are. guns in their car. I, like, I understand, it's too. It's not that serious. I'm not trying to die over a parking space. I'm just saying, don't swoop. That's rude.
That's so rude. There's no there's And we were all looking for spaces. So I know he was probably just desperate. Like I would have appreciated if I said, like, you know, you took my spot and been like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Blah blah. You didn't even apologize. I was waiting for the spot. No, you weren't. There are universal unspoken rules that we all must abide by. Stealing people's parking spots inside of a a parking center is one of those rules. So when you do, it's just a flagrant violation of human decency. And for me to take the higher road on something that you know before you can even talk is the wrong thing to do. I can't. Nope. Can't stand for it. We would have had a. We would have had a. Good thing it was me and not you. Oh, I, ooh, I'm mad thinking about it. I'm, now I'm over here visualizing what would have happened in that exact moment. I'm trying to think what he looks like. It's irrelevant. Don't tell me. But I'm, I'm, mm, I'm Do you getting, want a description? No, I don't We're want a description. Get a sketch. That's just, that's just completely disrespectful. I don't, I don't, I no, can't do that. I did have somebody lie directly to my face at the event I was working at this weekend. We have wristbands for events that we do. And this guy <laughs> walks in with a different color wristband. So our security guard stops him. And he says, hey, I got this at the other facility. I said, no, you didn't. I said, I personally counted every single wristband at both facilities. And you did not get this. He's like, this is what I got the other facility. And I said, now, look, you can lie to my face, but you got to answer to the good Lord. And he knows you're lying, so you go on ahead and go about your day. He said, oh, now you got me feeling bad. I'm going to go to church. That's fine. And I told the security guard, are you going to let him go? I said, yeah, I'm going to let him go. I said, he's going to lie in my face. He knows what he did is wrong. And that's why he's over here sweating, looking panicked. So I was, I was nice in that moment. But I didn't appreciate this grown ass man lying <laughs> in my face. Like you really, you're gonna think you, you're gonna play me like that? You're gonna come in with this stale, generic green band? You think we're that stupid to just get an off the shelf brand or band? Come on, come on, son. And then trying to play me like I didn't personally count all the wristbands <laughs> and know what is at both sides. They're not counting on that though. Hey, what you, Look, times what are, are hard. Doing? Okay. It's and you know, see what ha- it, man what, had to do. What he had to do. What helped is because. I think what helped my, my demeanor this weekend is I wore my Santa hat, as you guys can see you're in this video, down. rocking my Santa hat, as I wore it this weekend, because I just wanted to be nice, now, aside from it being freezing inside this gym and me having a bald head, so there's just really no heat that's retaining at the top of my, my body. And why do you wear this, like... Ford? Fr- yeah. It's fun. I just like the, I like the little ball. It just doesn't look as cool when it's in the back. So, you've been, and you've always worn it like that, Yeah, too. I wear the... Uh, look, oh, I didn't know there's appropriate ways to wear Santa hats. The ball must be to the left. The ball yeah. must be to the right. I, I like mean, it you have it, yeah, right over yeah, it. Yeah, I like, I like for you to see it. Yeah. There you go. See, it's cool. Like a little tail. Wee. But I wore my <laughs> Santa hat all weekend, and it and it helped me be more kind. So maybe it's something about the hat. I should just walk around year-round You need Santa the spirit hat. of Christmas always. I do. It's, that's just Jesus, baby. It's oh, Jesus. Okay. That, okay. Touche. Uh, well, that's where you get that. Can't right. really debate that, huh? Yes. You're just like, and um, okay, thank you. <laughs> I will accept. <laughs> Christmas has always been my favorite holiday. I love everything about it. The gift giving, the gift receiving. Yes, I'm selfish. <laughs> the The lights. Everyone's a little nicer around these times. But as we've gotten older, now that we've gotten married, the actual day, Christmas Day, has become a lot more stressful, much to both of our demise. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's not even, I, well, because when we were younger, 
all we did was wake up on Christmas Day and receive presents. We weren't responsible for getting any presents. Like so it was true. Just, you just damn. <laughs> I never thought about that. I just had a revelation. Right. Like you, there's zero. I was like, stress why is Christmas involved. stressful now? <laughs> it's so stressful because you're trying to find the perfect gift for people. So there's a lot of stress leading up to the day. There's a lot of pressure. I would say. Because I do, I enjoy giving too. I don't, you don't believe me. Justin <laughs> super enjoys giving. So it's like he does the most. I do a little bit. <laughs> and I think that that's nice. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a nice thing. You know, just I'm thinking about you. Here's my kind gesture. When I'm balling, I'll really hook it up. Like That's, that's like people saying, well, I'm going to wait till I'm, I'm rich and wealthy before I have kids. And everyone's like, who's a parent? There's no perfect time. You're going to be waiting for the rest of your life. Well, sidebar. I mean, there's no stake here for me. <laughs> People are waiting the rest of their life for a bomb gift for me. <laughs> That's darn. <laughs> you shameful. No, I'm just kidding. I actually really do enjoy giving gifts too, and I know you do. And yeah, so anyway, we just used to wake up, open our presents, eat the food, and that was it. Now it's we go shopping, shopping, shopping. Well, that didn't work, and this didn't work, and this didn't work. Ugh. More shopping, shopping, shopping. And then we got to schlep ourselves down there. And we are trying to do our own Christmas morning, which is, I mean, we're going to do, actually, we've got a decent amount of presents under the tree this year, you guys. <laughs> so we're, do, we're doing okay. So I was kind of like, maybe we're not so poor. Enjoy talking all that mess, saying, like, I feel like I'm just buying my own Christmas gifts. And oh, you over here are giddy saying we got a lot of gifts. Yeah, I don't know what you got me. So I'm kind of excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you to open your gifts too. I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna. We'll see. <laughs> it, we will see. I've always stunted on joy on Christmas Day, except, except for, for one, one year, time. One year. Would I you did. like to tell everybody no, what we you don't got to, me? We don't need to talk. about I'll that. tell it. <laughs> so this year, that year, I Justin had a trip to Hawaii planned with his basketball team. And um, they were playing and they were going for what, nine days? Nine, day, nine or ten days. Right. So I'm like, what can I do for this, the love of my life <laughs> for Christmas? I'm like, I'll get him a video camera so that he can document Hawaii. He's never been. And, you know, he can document the rest of our college experience. So that's what I got just in that year, a video camera. And I mean, we're like, what, two years in? Yeah, I was about the, year, two years. Yeah, mind you, the year before, he got me like a necklace with diamonds in it. They were tiny little diamonds that my dad liked to comment on. <laughs> yeah, the, but, the, the, you know, the little ball <laughs> kiosk. You right. can get this $100 or point zero 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 one carat yes, diamond. that's exactly yeah, that's what it was. My dad said he needed a microscope to see them, <laughs> but I loved it. The disrespect. I loved it. So, you loved it so much that you lost it, right? It disappeared on my 21st birthday. I am not fully convinced that my college roommate did not take okay, it. Okay, that's fair. I'm not convinced because my friend, I had another friend with me that night, and she was like, no, it was here. Like, we both, there's no way. I think I think it was taken. But anyway, where was I? 21st birthday. Oh, Christmas. So second year Christmas, I'm like, I got jewelry last year. I'll probably get something equally awesome this year. So I'm opening my gift, and my parents are down there with me, and I open it, and it's Twilight Seen It. You remember that game, Seen It? Twilight Seen It. It's like... It wasn't my best moment. My parents are looking at me like, this is who you want to be with? I mean, completely judging me, and I'm sitting here like... Uh, I think he did this because I like Twilight and I've never played seen it before. And I think like he's trying to connect with me on some level. Um, and my parents were like, and what did you get him? 
so embarrassing. It's played. Not, it was not a competition. I was played that year. But it's a competition it every is, year. But now it's a competition, it. damn it, so after you played you lose, me. So now it's when, not a competition. No, you you out here playing me. You out here playing me. I did get you Twilight Seen It. And the reason We still have the, it. I refuse to throw it away. <laughs> the thought behind the gift was I had sports seen it. I had talked about how much I enjoyed playing this game, but she would never play it with me because Joy's not a big sports person. So I was like, how can we find a way to play a game that I really enjoy <laughs> and something that she really enjoys? I like seeing it. She likes Twilight. We can bring together, play this fun game together. So here's this <laughs> gift of Twilight seeing it. At the moment, I thought it was a brilliant <laughs> idea. Looking back, probably the worst idea I've had at any Christmas. But I, accept, I took the L. I accepted it. And I, I've improved every year. I mean, listen, you haven't really let me down. Christmas, anniversaries, like, you know, we're good. I'm allowed to make some mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, I mean. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, let me me live. Oh, that's cute. Let me live. Let me use that. You've never heard that? <laughs> no. You would need, how have you not hold like, the most common expressions ever in life? No. You're, you, I feel like you make idioms up. Like, I, what was the other one? You had another. What was it don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. And yeah, I've never heard of that. What I've are you never talking heard of that. About? And a friend of ours was like, that is not a common that expression. That is a common. Google it. Literally I, type in Google and it will fill Google it out. Google has it doesn't mean that it is common. It is common. No, it's not. I, there are we several of feedback. you out there who have heard both of those expressions. And when you do it, and when you have a heard those expressions. A gift horse? Like gift? G-I-F-T? Yes, a gift horse. The The premise behind it is you're looking for a flaw in something that was a gift. It's like, uh, don't don't look at the gift. Oh, you're trying to check the horse's mouth, see if it's healthy. It's a gift. So that was the, the point of the expression. And then this one, hey, even a broken clock is wrong twice, is right twice a day, is basically saying that, Hey, no, I get there's, it. There's some error. I, I like that one. I don't like the gift horse in the mouth one. But you I like, you don't the, like, it I like a broken clock it? is right twice a day. I'm going to uh, use that. Oh, I can't believe you've never heard of these clock expressions. Clock is right twice a day. Stop. <laughs> and if you hit me with that line, it's going to be obnoxious. I'm going to use it all the time. But that that yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that was that was a struggle. But we've got like I said, we've gotten a lot better. And now Christmas to get back to our original point before Joy decided to talk some shit <laughs> about my, my Christmas gifts, is the day has become more stressful. But it was funny when you were talking about why that's been. I never thought about when you were a kid. You didn't have to buy gifts. Yeah. I remember my dad would come in and say, Okay, this is what we're gonna get what do you want to get for your mom? This, this or this. We're like, Oh yeah, that and yeah. he'd wrap it, buy it, yeah. put it on the tree, and I was like, Here you go, mom. There's and then you just unwrap forever. Yeah. Never ever thought about that. <sighs> Gosh, it's so nice. Adulthood, to be a kid. man. I love being an adult. I don't want to go back to being a kid, but no. when you really think about the freedom and luxury that you have as being a child. Everything was easier. I mean you don't have to you don't have to do anything. Minus independence. To, if you, you wanted to, independence. Yeah, you're you had screwed. to literally get up and go to school. Like that was it. You got yeah. everything. You got all your meals prepared for you. You got driven everywhere. You like yeah, you're spoiled. You're living the dream. Being a kid is like you're spoiled by nature. Yeah. I and mean, if, if you're fortunate enough to have, you know, kind of. A good and Christmas in, in in our household was a full scale production, and we've gotten better in changing this. I think this will be the first. Oh. <laughs> I think this will be the first Christmas where we actually completely shift our old routine. Growing up, my my dad is a Christmas junkie. So what he would do is my mom would separate all the gifts under the tree by people. So by me, my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad, and more, more recently, my nephew. And we would go one by one unwrapping all of our gifts. And my dad would be behind a video camera 
recording the whole thing. And then you can hear in the back, oh, who gave you that? Read it. Read the tag. Show the camera. Show the camera. So then you, if you get a shirt or if you get multiple shirts, you're taking it out the box, holding, showing the camera. He's zooming in, zooming oh out. Oh, my gosh. One by one. And That's this, exhausting. The Christmas morning. But would your dad take, loves, loves Christmas. It. Christmas morning would take us just unwrapping gifts three to four hours. Three to four hours. And then once all the gifts were you open. You get to Vegas at that time. Yeah, from here. Once all the gifts were open, we then had to find a, a, a spot in the living room, put all our gifts together, fold up the clothes, and then he would come and do a little panorama shot of all oh of, of all of your gosh. gifts then expl- and then you're standing right there explaining everything well this is my, my race car these are my clothes these are my video games i mean it's this cute is- i would like to see one of those videos he, not in his entirety he has it on, he has it on vhs <laughs> somewhere yeah. in the house he's got all those christmases 90 91 92 before we're yeah. in, the, in, the, in the big I house i think that that is special like it's good that he has those things and i wouldn't mind you know, keeping some of that up, we shouldn't film them. We don't. We don't ever. No, film we, we don't. F- but the problem, it just take. It takes too. It, it's too much. But when, maybe we could film Christmas Day. Like when, we, we don't need every present. You don't need every just, detail. Just ca- yeah. have a time lapse of, of what's yes. going on throughout the day. Yeah, that that could could be done. But more recently, like I said since we've gotten married, the productions just no longer work because we have to split our times between families. Where before we can get up at seven in the morning, you know, six seven o'clock in the morning. Open gifts for three to four hours. Have a nice breakfast. You look up, it's three o'clock. But that's no longer the case. <laughs> it's like we need to have our own little Christmas ceremony now mm-hmm. at our house before we go to my parents' house. And then we got to move on to either your mom's side or the dad's side, depending on, on who we're going to see that year. Right. So it's just like, I was like, Pops, I love you. I've told you this to your face. So I don't feel guilty. <laughs> I was like, I love you. But we have to do something different. Like we have to. I know you're sentimental. I know this is a really big deal for you. But I was right. like, look, Dad, it can't work any longer. So this year is going to be the first time where I think we really have a expedited unwrapping ceremony. <laughs> the fact that it's an actual, it is a ceremony. It is a, it's a legitimate exactly ceremony. exactly what it's it like is. like sitting through a graduation if you're not a part of it. Like, oh, my gosh, get me out of here. Yeah, I'm not quite used to, to well, now I am. I'm, I'm much more accustomed to your traditions, and I I do enjoy them, and I do appreciate your parents for including some of mine, which is uh, we listen to, well, growing up, you guys know my parents are divorced now, and but when we were younger, we listened to Nat King Cole's Christmas album, and you know, it, we couldn't start unwrapping gifts until the album was playing. So there were a couple of years where we couldn't find the album. So Aaron and I, with my brother, were like sweating, like, where is this album? We want to open our gift. So they, would they hide it? Would no, they, hide they weren't hiding oh, okay. it. It was just, it hadn't been used got it. For, since last year. So we'd have to find it. So then finally I got smart and I started setting everything up the the night before. I would I was that kid who counted the presents under the tree and wanted Gosh. to know exactly how many I you're, had. You're that adult. I will continue. No, I'm not. I've chilled out. I've chilled out. You're that adult. I had no Christmas chill. None. So so we has had no to, Christmas chill. I do still like ripping open presents. I do enjoy that. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm you're just still? like, yes. It's the one time of year you can do that. I mean, unless you get something for your birthday. But, Fair. you know, birthday stuff a lot of times comes in a bag or it's like a gift card. Whatever. I like unwrapping stuff. <laughs> Sue me. And then the other rule is we couldn't wake up, I think, before like 6.30 or 7. Like, th- we had rules. So We it, had rules, too. Yes. So Santa Claus started leaving stuff out for us. And Santa Claus got real smart and started leaving out DVDs. 
un, you know, unwrapped. Mm-hmm. So we would take the, the movies upstairs and watch them because we'd get up at like four in the morning because you have to go to bed early because Santa's coming. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, you could say you were wide awake at four or five and you can't wake your parents up for another two and a half hours. So they would give us a DVD or two and we'd watch those and then we'd separate all the gifts into different piles, um, get trash bags for each pile. And then have Nat King Cole uh, queued up, and then we'd wake them up. They'd come downstairs, and then we'd just tear into the present. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing took ten minutes, maybe. That is, it was crazy. like oh, and then it was like you know we were all in the zone unwrapping our own stuff and something really cool. We go oh thank you, you know. We eventually yeah. get to each other. I, I I would love to experience something <laughs> like that. The fact that an unwrapping ceremony took you ten minutes. I, Oh, uh, it was great. And I feel what? like that's 99% of America, though. <laughs> right, and that's the thing, too, is that this is what's different between your family and my family, is my family was, ve- everybody was kind of separate. Like, w- even if we were at home, we went upstairs to, you know, we were all in our own rooms, in our own quarters at most of the time. If we were going to have family time, it was designated family time, but we didn't just hang out in the living room or family room or yeah, most of the time it was I was in my room doing my own thing. My brother was in his room doing his own thing. And my parents were doing their own thing. So I think Christmas just was a reflection of that. Like we're just gonna do our own thing here together. I don't know if that's a good thing, a sad thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're I was like still, I'm depressed listening to this. No, listen, we were. I mean, we were a good family while it lasted. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, but that's also my personality too. If you think about it. Yeah, you are, you do enjoy your silence and your independence and yeah, but like I could sit here and read a book with you, which is a very just individual activity. I respect that family tradition. That will not be ours. You, like, our kids will not just be up on their own doing their own things. We will have family time, and everyone will be around each other. They'll enjoy themselves, and yes, you can have your independence too. But that collective I'm not just union. sitting in the living room all the time. No, I'm not saying sitting in the living room all the I time. I can't do I, it. When I was older, I sat in my room on the computer all the time. Remember when I, I remember when I first got my computer in the bedroom, I couldn't leave the room. But there were times when we came out and said every time that we had dinner, we ate dinner together as a family. Yeah, and then there I were times that's great. from there you would spend maybe 30 extra minutes after the meal is Totally finished. fine. Totally fine. But I'm just saying every time I've been at your house... Even growing well, growing up, because we've known each other for <laughs> such a long time, but you guys all hung out in the living room. Well, that's what you, I didn't live there at the time. So you're seeing you're seeing a point where my parents were, or when I was living there. So you were so more we so spent, visiting. Yeah. So when we visited, oh, even we when I visited, all, I was upstairs. No, we would all sit in the room because you don't have all that time that you used to have designated for one another. So if I'm going to come over here, we're going to sit in the living room for ten hours, oh, and we're going to so sit cute. and enjoy ourselves. But I am really but accustomed you would, to it now like if if i were to be at your parents house and went to a bedroom it would be weird yeah it'd be very strange i'd be like oh, but there was strange. times when i had friends come over and we'd be in the room for most of the day and i wasn't interacting in the living room with my parents yeah, video we'd games. come out and, and and hang out talk eat but we'd go back so you're just seeing it once i was living so this is like when i was no longer living in my parents the house. adult okay all right <laughs> fair enough Anyway, old traditions, new traditions alike, I'm I'm grateful for them. And like I said, you know, it's been interesting because since we've lived together, the year that we moved in together is the year that my parents separated. So that was kind of a natural break for me to experience new traditions. I don't know if you do remember because the last Christmas I had with my parents together 
we were, you, we were there. That you were, I was there. I remember you came, that. We had yep. just gotten that's back when together. I had that gross, ugly beard. Yes. I always see those you pictures. Ruined yep. all my last family pictures. That was two thousand. Thank you for that. Two thousand eleven. Yes. Yep. That was Christmas two thousand eleven. Uh. So anyway, but that was that was like the last the last hurrah. And that Christmas was fine too. My brother was home, and it was nice to have one last, you know, family holiday. And that next year, I remember I was very sad, and. Um, I played Nat King Cole, I think, on the way to your parents' house because we said, okay, we're going to go to your parents' house in the morning because we had decided we're not going to separate for holidays anymore. We're just going to do the whole thing together. Yep. And we went to your parents' house that morning, and you surprised me and played Nat King Cole. And now you guys do that now. <laughs> Thanks, Riley family. <laughs> You're so silly. Yeah, I mean, you got to – I like that. I mean, that's what you have to do. That's part of – when you're blending families and when you're yeah, trying to but that means a lot to me because it is it's like when so much has been you're grateful for all the years you have but it's very i'm feeling emotional <laughs> okay it's very difficult when you you don't have what you used to have and it's not necessarily by choice it's because things have changed oh gosh <sighs> will not cry will not cry <laughs> It's hard. The holidays are hard. But, you know, you haven't lost anybody. So it's like, but you did. A, a marriage is an entity and it is like the, the death of something. And with that does come the birth of new things. But it's hard to adjust to those because I do. I mourn for those holiday times when I was just with, you know, my mommy and my daddy and my brother. You know, it was just, it's a different feeling. So. Anyway, and I've become somewhat of a Grinch, too, because I just sometimes don't want to deal with the holidays. I'm like, screw all the holidays. They're awful. <laughs> Everyone's greedy and everything's awful and blah, blah, blah. But that's not true. And I am so grateful for my new family. And I still have my parents. And it's just, you know, we have to enjoy these days in a different capacity now. But, uh, yeah, I'm grateful to you thank you baby you're very welcome and and it's and it's tough and you know being someone who who comes from a, a two-parent household and we've always celebrated christmas together and we still celebrate all of our holidays d- together it is disheartening when you have to split your day like for us on christmas day we wake up really early in the morning do a quick ceremony here then we go to our my parents house and then we come here and then quickly shoot over to like i said either her mom's side or, or her dad's side of the family depending on who's doing what you know, that year. So what you should just be a one-stop shop, wake up at my parents' house and enjoy that, now has turned into three separate Christmases yeah. all in one day, and they're all spread out. Right. You know, so it, it's tough. Well, I, we, do I, two. I, we do two. We do two We technically do two, but I'm saying ours is, is, yeah. is the third one. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. because of that, you know, that's why I, I talked to my parents. I said, you know, Joy no longer has that central location. Mm. I said the least that we could do is to embrace the the tradition of what she would do with her family. And, and that was to play Nat King Kong. And my mom was completely receptive to it. And we completely mm-hmm. changed that. We've done that, I want to say, for the you've least last four year. or five years. Every year you've done it. Every year that I've been there. I just want to go and have a good cry now. You <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> go let it out. Let it out. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> What can you... Um, you would think a divorce is easier to deal with and maneuver as an adult. And it's just not because it is. It's your home base and the, and your, the holidays, the central theme of it, of this time is family. So it does make you kind of 
dwell on what you don't have sometimes and but what I need to do and I what I try to do is dwell on what I do have and how awesome this new normal really is everyone's happy everything's fine but it's just you know you it's tradition it's, when traditions it, yeah. are broken it hurts a little it hurts like, and, and it stings and it, it's tough and like I said for me I, I can't speak to it because I've never lived it and that becomes tough too so you kind of just sit here as Joy got emotional. You know, you just kind of sit there and, and look because you're like, I don't. Pat on the back. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't give you the pat on the back. But it, you know, it's tough. And, and as the spouse or the partner, whoever it may be, you know, you have to deal with those emotions. And you know, I said that was something that I would had never experienced. So my tr- Christmas traditions have been fragmented because of the divorce. And yeah. this is not to blame anyone for anything, yeah. but these are things that you have to realize when you get in committed in serious relationships. You don't think about, well, how does your family spend holidays? What do you guys do? There's some people who don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. I would be hard pressed to, to be with someone who didn't celebrate Christmas. I'd be like, okay, well, what do you, what do you mean? You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just goes to the, the constant and ever evolving changing and sacrifices that both people mm-hmm. have to make. And especially when it comes to, to holidays, because you have to, almost pick sides and no one ever wants to pick sides you don't want to do no. it on the playground you don't want to do it at work you don't want to do it in well, life I tried to do you this especially don't want to do it between your family right we were trying to do this thing where we were alternating but that hasn't even really worked no for, i mean for the most part we we spent with your your mom's side, mom's side yeah, yeah. we agreed that we would always do my parents in the morning it's the tradition that we've always yeah. done and it's been a huge and I deal i want them to get shafted because we have so many places to go so we've continued to do that and and i don't see that changing anytime soon until we, we have, have kids. kids yeah. I'm putting, I am putting that out there right now. <laughs> Mom and dad, I know you guys are listening. When we have kids, Christmas is happening here. And whoever wants to see us will come here. I feel um, like that's a natural I break, am, though. I am putting that out here right yeah. now. It's happening. It's done. It's done. It's happening. Come well, to our if home. If you have, like, a newborn or something, it's whatever. But if – if you have kids who know how to enjoy Christmas morning, like if your kids are three plus, then, you know, so maybe a couple of years. I shouldn't even put that out there. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> you're gonna take, now they're going to come back and say, we ain't changing nothing. We've been doing this forever. Okay. And then we'll get punked and be there Christmas morning. But I'm going to try to put my It's already down. hard because we take our dogs with us too. So could you imagine taking the dogs and children? No, there's no. Children. Oh, I can't, Oh, no. <laughs> I literally just got stressed out. I immediately thought, it was, okay, how the dogs are going to be trying to lick it on the bay? Oh, I, nope, that's definitely not going to work. Oh, my gosh, that just added a whole new level of stress to my life. I just can't, like, wrap my head around the fact that it would be okay if we were parents. Like, <laughs> like nobody would be like, oh. And then we're I buying gifts it. for our kids. Yes. Oh, that scares me. <laughs> we're not ready. <laughs> we are not, not ready. ready. <laughs> we are not ready. No. I, but I will say. I, I am leaning more towards being ready. The other week in church, I ha- I told Joy about it, is there was this young man who was sitting about a few rows in front just to the left of me, and he was holding his daughter. And they were singing, the pra- or he was singing the praise and worship songs. And one of the lyrics was, was very relatable to a family member. And he was just looking at his daughter singing the lyrics. And there I was just mesmerized, sitting there like, man, I bet you that feels so good to be that guy, to be able to look at your daughter or your son in the in the eye and, and sing those words. And I felt that there was a love that he was experiencing that I've never felt before. So in that moment, I yearned for that. 
and I still yearn for that. So I was like, I think I'm a little closer mentally than I than I originally expected, because I I see myself now. I look at the way parents look at their kids, how they interact with their kids, and there's some part of me that wants that feeling up because it's yeah. I I can't, you can't get it anywhere else. And parents will always tell you is that you'll experience a love that you've never felt before, and I yearn for that love. Not saying that your love isn't enough. Oh no, but I it feel is it. A, it's a different type yeah, of love, yeah. and to be able to to sit here. And say, like, I've molded this person. I've helped shape and grow. And this individual can go on and change the world. Like, you had a true hand in that. So the older I become, I'm starting to get that. The more you're looking forward to that experience. I'm I'm getting that that buzzing inside. I I definitely feel that way, too. But then I, like, get the panic. Then reality slaps you in the face. You're like, gosh, we came into Fort Eagan. (laughs) Right. It's that, like, that whole dilemma of, like, can I add guacamole at Chipotle? Like, if you're still there, (laughs) like, you don't need to have That is so true. I still don't get the steak and I still don't add guacamole because I have not crossed that barrier You don't get the steak? I I get the chicken because it's the cheapest and I don't add the guacamole. I got to minimize. I'm still there. I, for real, I'll do steak and guac. (laughs) All the time. And I I respect it. I say YOLO. (laughs) I respect your Chipotle. But I do think about it. That is. Like, that is the best way to d- identify what type of friend you have. If they are a steak and guacamole <laughs> orderer, you know they don't care about their money. It's like, get, and if they do, or they got a lot of it, so they don't care. That's real because I'm still, I'm still this chicken cat with no guacamole. And sometimes maybe it's I'll not get the chips. Same. Yeah, you got chips and guac. Last, I was feeling some type of way. I just, <laughs> but I had the YOLO mentality. But if you go with someone and they're consistently ordering steak. Or double meat, chips, guac. Oh, you, you got the you got you got that extra money. That is so real. We should do an experiment. But I can't. just, <laughs> just look up based on people's Chipotle, take Chipotle. Take based on people's Chipotle order, and then have a conversation. Like, so how are you? How are you doing financially? Yeah. Like, I bet you there is a very strong correlation between Chipotle orders and your financial well off, or but, being financially well off. No, or, or financially secure. Right. Or not caring. Exactly. <laughs> I said, I, you'll probably see accounts that are real low and then accounts that are pretty high. I don't think that would be that like as good. It would, just, it would be a good social experiment just to see like how much you really care. So what do you guys order from Chipotle? I know that was completely random. Like we went from Christmas to Chipotle, but I just had another revelation. Two revelations inside one episode <laughs> is always phenomenal. What do you guys order from Chipotle? What do you guys do for Christmas? Do you spend it with multiple families? Do you guys just stay at home? Or do you just visit extended family? Very interested to know. And if your parents are separated and or divorced, just know that you still always have a home and there's still plenty of love there. And it is an opportunity to develop some new traditions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Google Play. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can connect with us on social media. Head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. We'll see you next Tuesday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. To you and yours. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.